to Church Project. Is that loud? Can you hear me okay? If you are new to Church Project, you'll quickly learn that uh, at the beginning of each service, we have what is called an imago, which is an opportunity to for people to share uh, ways that they saw, saw God in their lives. And so today I have that privilege. Uh, this imago, I want to make sure up front that this imago is little about me and much about God, although I was a partner in, in it, as you'll see. I have a mailbox, and as do you. And in that mailbox, every time I open it, I'm called back to an image of God in my life. I think that mailbox is behind me. Okay. And I'm going to explain um, what that is all about. However, to set it up, there are two kind of individual separate streams that come together in this. The first one is that after I became a Christian in, two, in 1975, God laid on my heart soon thereafter to position myself financially to be able to retire at the age of 55. And right coinciding with that, uh, government passed a law that allowed for 401k plans. And so from that, when, when that was instituted, Every pay period from the, henceforth, I put in the maximum amount of money that I could put into my 401k plan. So that's one stream. I work for Eastman Kodak. I'm a retiree from Kodak. The second stream has to do with my family. I have a, uh, my, on my father's side of the family, I had a, an aunt whose name was uh, Bobby. And as it turns out, my aunt Bobby was the wealthiest of all of her siblings. She was the youngest, and at, at the year of 96, she actually died, and all of her siblings died before her. And as I indicated before, she uh, was extremely wealthy in a lot of ways. So uh, when she set up her trust fund, or the way that her, uh, her assets would be distributed, she had three uh, kind of... Uh, a to B to C uh, criteria. The first one was if any of her siblings were living, they would get one-fifth of her estate. If, her, if And all of her siblings died before her. So the next one was that all of the spouses of her siblings, if they were still alive, they would get one-fifth. If they were had been passed, passed on, then the family... Of, of those siblings would distribute amongst themselves that, um, that amount of one-fifth of my Aunt Bobby's estate. Okay, back to Kodak for just a moment. Uh, when I reached the age of 55, uh, what was happening with Kodak is it, it had begun to deteriorate fairly significantly. And so there were a lot of layoffs or separations that were being offered Kodak employees. And at that time in my life, uh, I was right in the midst of that, and I really had a choice. Um, could I honor what God had laid on my heart that I had prepared myself for for literally over 25 years and retire with no benefits, no separation pay, or should I hang on and uh, be separated from Kodak? And the kind of the carrot there was that if I stayed on and I was separated from Kodak, I would receive among other things, an annual, a full year's of pay. And that was nothing to sneeze at, 
to be honest with you. But I really sensed that God, no, God had laid on my heart to be in a position to retire at age 55, irrespective of all the circumstances and situations going around about me. And I went ahead and retired without any benefits other than what you would normally get from Kodak if you retired at that point in time. Okay. Well, life went on. And in the year of 2007, which kind of coincidentally to me at least, is my Aunt Bobby died on February 28th of 2007. And that was about four years after I had retired. And um, that, that the date of her death, February 28th, was the same day that I was actually hired in Kodak. It was 1972, though, is when I started with Kodak. And, uh, but it was on February 28th, my first day of working at Kodak. So I, th I thought that was kind of a little bit of a, uh, you know, a cherry on the top of the cake, so to speak. Anyways, so four years had passed, and one day I went to that mailbox, and I inserted a key. And I've got this same key here. We still live in the same place, same mailbox. When I opened it, there was a letter from a firm, uh, a, lo a law firm in Denver, that uh, I thought, this is strange. I wonder what's in this letter. I opened it, and it was a check. And it was my portion of my Aunt Bobby's um, estate uh, that was spread across my th other three sisters. And guess what? The amount of that check, and I have to say kind of uh, selfishly, tax-free, was an annual, uh, almost to the penny, what I would have received had I stayed on with Kodak and received that annual uh, that amount of money of an annual salary for a year, okay? <laughs> and uh, anyways, all that is to say, it may not be your mailbox, but I do hope that if you do see your mailbox, if you don't remember anything else, remember this, Imago, that God is faithful. If he calls you to do something, he not only will make sure it happens, he will enable you to do it. Because I'll be honest with you, and I'll close with this, for those 25 years or plus, putting, putting aside all the, the amount of money, which was, this, you know, and, and as you get closer to retirement, it became more and more, uh, it, it put a little bit of strain on our family budget. And so it would have been easy to say, no, God, I'm not sure I heard you, or, uh, you know, we've got other expenses and so on and so forth. So whatever it is, whatever, however God has called you, whether it be a big thing or a small thing, he is an enabler. Allow him to enable you. That's my mark.